Welcome back to another episode. About 10% of people in the world are left-handed. However, this varies a lot from country to country. More than 13% of people are left-handed in the Netherlands and United States. Meanwhile, in Taiwan, Japan, China, Mexico, and South Korea, 5% or less of the population is left-handed. It is more common for men to be left-handed than women. Here's a weird statistic. You are more likely to be left-handed if your mother is left-handed but your father isn't than if your father is left-handed but your mother is not. Two lefties still only have a 24% chance of having a left-handed child. I am left-handed, but I'm also not. I write, draw, eat, throw balls, and bat left-handed, but that's it. I shoot a basketball and am a better dribbler right-handed. I throw frisbee right-handed. I shoot a gun and bow and arrow right-handed. I kick with my right foot. I play guitar right-handed. And I used to play a lot of racquetball, and I'm equally strong with both hands, but I do prefer to serve with my left hand. I wouldn't call myself ambidextrous because hitting with a racket is the only thing that I'm good at with both hands. For everything else, it's one or the other. I find that I personally do a lot of gross motor skills with my right hand and fine motor skills with the left. What I want to talk about today is whether or not there's something special or advantageous about being left-handed. The places we will look for advantages will cover sports, music, art and creativity, and general cognition. Let's get started. Before we begin today's episode, I want to tell you that if you like this content and you want to support me, there are links to my Patreon, Venmo, and more in the description on Spotify, or you can go to my YouTube channel and click in the link in the banner that says support the channel. You can also check me out on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Just search Planet Peterson on those platforms. Okay, back to the episode. First, let's discuss why being left-handed is rare. Could it be that left-handedness is a recessive trait? No, there's no gene for being left-handed or right-handed. Instead, most traits are polygenic, meaning they are controlled by many genes working together. Those genes, in turn, also control for several other traits as well. But that's not to say that handedness isn't genetic at all. If you want to know to what degree something is environmental or genetic, look at identical twins. What's even more valuable is if you can find identical twins separated at birth, because they share no environment but all the genes. Those are rare occurrences, and I don't have data on them, but if you are left-handed and have an identical twin, the odds are 80% your twin will also be left-handed. This is anecdotal, but I'll share my story. My dad is left-handed and does everything except play guitar right-handed. I'm left-hand dominant, but use my right hand for many things. If you take my grandparents, their children, my parents and aunts and uncles, and all their children, my cousins, it comes out to 43 people. I have a pretty big family. However, my dad and I are the only lefties in the entire family. Right-handedness may be more dominant because there's a biological bias for it. Our brains compartmentalize certain functions. As you know, the left brain controls the right half of the body and vice versa. The left brain has critical areas for language production, language comprehension, information processing, and more. It's unclear why this would produce a gross and fine motor skill bias with the right hand, but left-handed people tend to split these tasks between both hemispheres rather than one, or they have them in the right hemisphere. The final major contributor is culture. Being left-handed has historically been discouraged, stigmatized, or even considered unlucky. 
The left hand is considered unclean in some parts of the world, where it is used to clean oneself after defecating. But sometimes taboos have no logical basis. For example, while an albino animal is seen as good luck because of its rarity, a left-handed person is unlucky. There's no rhyme or reason to it. In fact, left-handedness has been so stigmatized that the ancient word for it has metamorphosized into a new meaning. Today, sinister means evil, but in the past, it just meant left-handed. Let's get back to the premise of the episode. Are there advantages to being left-handed? We will begin with music, art, and creative thinking. The first thing I'm going to do is burst your bubble. There's no evidence that there are left-brained and right-brained people. The whole idea that the right brain is the creative side and the left brain is the more analytic side is not backed up by any study. I'm not sure how you could objectively measure if left-handedness produces any musical advantage. You could correlate it with album sales or number one hits, but I'm going to take a different approach because I don't have data on those things. Instead, I'm going to give you a list of left-handed musicians who mostly played guitar. Not all of them played the guitar left-handed, so to speak, but here's the list. Dwayne Allman, Greg Allman, Joan Jett, Paul Simon, Glenn Fry, Glenn Campbell, Don and Phil Everly, Jimi Hendrix, Kurt Cobain, Paul McCartney, and Tony Iommi. In terms of not just pure talent, but influence and originality, in both guitar and songwriting, these are enormous figures. I admit this is not a large list. However, the people on this list are so significant that I think there's a case to be made that it's not pure coincidence. There's something about guitar playing that strikes me as odd. If you look up almost any guitar player, you will see that they strum with their right hand and form chords and hit notes with the left hand. As a guitar player, I've always thought this is a weird way to play the guitar right-handed. The left hand is doing fine motor skills, while the right hand is normally just strumming or picking. I wonder, then, if lefties who play the guitar right-handed have some innate advantage because of this. Oh, and one more left-handed musician? Bach. How about art? This will really put the left versus right brain idea to the test. I've been an artist since I was a little kid, so this one is personal for me. Here is a list of significant left-handed artists. Leonardo da Vinci. Michelangelo. That's it. There are others, including M.C. Escher, but I can't put him on a list with Da Vinci. That would be like mentioning Justin Bieber in the musicians list. Oh, Justin Bieber is left-handed, by the way. I was so devastated by the lack of major left-handed artists. On the one hand, left-handed people are rare, but if being left-handed conveyed some advantage in some areas, then left-handed people should be overrepresented. Two is not an overrepresentation. Now, as far as a two-person list goes, it's the greatest list of all time. Michelangelo is the greatest painter and sculptor who ever lived. Da Vinci is the second greatest painter, but possibly the most influential artist of all time. But I don't think we can chalk this up to anything other than a coincidence. The only other left-handed artist I want to mention, for purely selfish reasons, is Matt Groening, the creator of The Simpsons and Futurama. The list of left-handed scientists and mathematicians is a little more interesting. It's a list that contains some giants in the field, but is, yet again, a small list. For scientists, we have Marie Curie, Alan Turing, Nikola Tesla, Albert Einstein, and Erwin Schrödinger. 
I had never heard of most of the mathematicians that popped up when I searched for left-handed mathematicians, but of the ones I had heard of, there's John Nash, who won a Nobel Prize in Economics for his work on game theory, and Kurt Gödel. Coincidence? Almost certainly. In the world of sports, left-handed advantages are more objectively measurable because sports are largely about numbers. We will begin with basketball. Seeing a left-handed basketball player is very rare. Like me, the majority of left-handed people probably learn to play basketball right-handed. The number of pure left-handed basketball players is very small. Some notables include Bill Russell, David Robinson, James Harden, and Chris Bosh. These are people who are or will be in the Hall of Fame, but this list is too small to draw any conclusions from. This isn't surprising, considering there's no obvious advantage to being left-hand dominant in basketball. There are 225 players in the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame, which includes WNBA and overseas players, not just the NBA. Only about a dozen are left-handed, far less than the background population. It is a completely different story in baseball. 35% of the players in the Baseball Hall of Fame are left-handed. 22% of the pitchers and 41% of all the position players are lefties. There is clearly an enormous left-handed bias in baseball. Around 25% of active players are left-handed, which is twice the background population. That alone implies there's an advantage, but the Hall of Fame numbers really reinforce it. A left-handed batter can reach first base a fraction of a second before a right-handed batter since they're about a meter closer to the bag. A left-handed batter also sees pitches differently, but it's not obvious to me why this would help. A left-handed batter sees the back of a right-handed pitcher more than their front, likely obscuring their pitching hand during a windup. If you think about fielding, it's pretty obvious that a left-handed first baseman has an advantage over a right-handed one since their gloved hand always faces away from the bag. You would think that left-handedness would be advantageous in boxing, but the only truly great left-handed boxer I could find was Manny Pacquiao. To be fair, I know nothing about boxing. I also know nothing about hockey. What I do know is that many people consider Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux, Bobby Orr, Mark Messier, and Ray Bork to be five of the greatest players of all time, and all of them were left-handed. Think of that what you will. Yet another major sport I know nothing about is tennis. Rafael Nadal, who currently is tied for the most Grand Slams ever, is a lefty, and so is John McEnroe, but that's about it. Tennis, again, really seems like a sport where being left-handed would be an advantage, but the data doesn't really support the idea. In football, left-handedness appears to be a disadvantage. The only person this is relevant to is the quarterback, but there's only one left-handed quarterback in the Hall of Fame, Steve Young. So with regard to left-handed advantages, guitar, maybe. Art, no. Science and math, no. Basketball, no. Baseball, absolutely. Boxing, no. Tennis, no. Hockey, perhaps. Football, it's actually a disadvantage. I'd like to conclude this episode with more disadvantages. Earlier, I discussed how the brain specializes certain tasks in the right or left hemisphere. Left-handed people have a significantly higher rate of having these regions split between the hemispheres. This might sound preferable, but it's not. The hemispheres need to communicate in order to do this, 
but the hemispheres are only connected by the narrow corpus callosum. Because the communications are bottlenecked, the signals are much less efficient. Left-handed people are also more vulnerable to schizophrenia. The reason why is not well understood, but it may be because of the way the brain is wired slightly differently. Okay, I lied. We're actually going to end on an interesting fact. There have been eight left-handed United States presidents, which is about 18%. But seven of the last 16 presidents have been left-handed, and five of the last nine. That does it for this episode. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you later.